Welcome back to another episode. Uh, actually, I don't know what episode we're on this time of the podcast, but we'll figure it out one day. Uh, so right now, I'm joined by like my girlfriend Melina, and uh, she's going to be helping me out with this podcast episode because I actually wanted to kind of like talk to her about it because she's kind of new to the business and entrepreneur space, and I kind of wanted to get her idea, kind of of just in general the way she thinks about you know kind of I guess society and mm-hmm. kind of what we're taught growing up and in universities and kind of if you don't know the background of her and you can maybe tell a short background of how you're from Cambodia and everything um so like you when did you like migrate here technically immigrate here 2015 but the first time I moved here when I was six years old but we moved back because my dad didn't like how the America works and we moved back uh six years later we moved back on 2015 2015. So technically you've been here for like, what is that, like five years? Yeah. Yeah. So you've been here for a good amount of time, but you've also lived in a different country. So you've seen different society standards in a way. Mm -hmm. So like I wanted to really talk about it because I think your perspective is good. Because the, what I've noticed with, especially Americans, like what I've noticed with them, uh, young kids right now especially, they're being taught by, you know, maybe it's teachers or by parents or whatever, uh, to do certain things that those same people have never really done um, or they're telling information of how they got where they are today but when the average person when you talk to them they don't want to be where their parents are you know they want to be yeah. bigger and they want to be whatever right everyone has different goals but usually it's to try to be better than the parents and so anyways what I want to talk about in this episode is just how it's funny to me because you see people today um, you know, for example, let's use the teacher as an example. And I'm going to obviously just give a disclaimer. Not every teacher is bad. I'm not saying every teacher is bad. I'm just saying that sometimes teachers, specific teachers, will give um, bad information to, you know, different kids based on, you know, their own experience that happened to get them in a bad place. So now they're relaying it. I don't know why to and people to be like, oh, this is what you have to do, even though they don't like where they are in their own life, you know. Yeah. And so if you look at like America today, right, we see like United States especially United States, like there's most people are in debt more than, uh, you know, a lot of them can't even pay paycheck to pay. Like they're living paycheck to paycheck. I think it's something like $500 is like the, like the average savings. And sometimes not even that usually. Right. Yeah. And like sometimes people literally, that literally means with Corona, it literally showed that people cannot live with like just two weeks off of work. Like they will not survive with two weeks off of work. If they get two weeks off of work suspension with no pay or something, they're screwed. And so to me, it's something that's funny because that's the majority of America. They're living paycheck to paycheck. And yet we listen to those same people to get our, uh, to get the information about how to run our finances and how to manage our finances. You know, whether that be your parents telling you, oh, this is how you should do your finances. When in reality, your parents are in, you know, debt and barely making it. Right. So that's why I think it's important to get the information from like the right people. And uh, I don't know, I want to know, like, because this is like the reason why we're doing this podcast is supposed to be a conversation. And so, like, I want to know your perspective about it, because obviously I have my own perspective about it, but I want to know your first. Yeah. um, So growing up, I was always like teach to like, okay, you have to go to school, get a degree or pursue any career by getting a degree first, like Mm. the four year university. So for me, um, have to listen about it every single day, like, oh, go go do good in school, get an A on it, finish school and get to the top university. Um, it's kind of, it's almost not a brainwash, but it's yeah. like structured like that, right. m- which is most American family is, because 
they believe that school is the only、mm. answer. And most people, yeah, college could be like for everyone, but it's not for everyone. For everyone, <laughs> yeah.、Um, some people like even you making like six figure and everything. You don't even like go to you did go to school. I, I didn't but, even do high school. Yeah, yeah, you drop out of high school even. Then you now still make a living, and it's even more than typical fifty years old average American. Yeah, even so, more than yeah. That's the thing. Like I technically, and like I was surprised because I started obviously talking to people who are thirty forties running a, a small business,、yeah. and the profit that I'm making compared to their profit to like personal take home is a lot more,、mm-hmm. which I was surprised by because I'm only twenty. So. What I've noticed is that okay, where did I get this information from? When it came down to finance information and all that, and a lot of it was from people that、uh, was kind of passed down from their family、yeah. that were successful, that were longevity successful. Yeah. To add on to that, it's like high school in general never teach you anything about like how to manage your money, money how、yeah. to do finance in general, to do tax. No. Of twelve years school, no one teach you how to do tax,、yeah. which is the number one thing you need to do. And like credit cards wise, like which which is the number one thing you need to like survive. Yeah. And、um, make a living to buy a car, even、yeah. buy a house. Well, the, and what's interesting, like why would you teach? Put it this way, like first off, by the way, universities. We figured it out. Like universities are a business. Like people don't realize that they think it's some sometimes public, you know, government help, you know, because government literally will pay Harvard money, which doesn't make sense because Harvard could technically, I think, it's something like they could be their own country and be like in the top five richest countries if Harvard、yeah. made their own country. And also speaking from experience, I'm also go to college, which that's how like. What's crazy to me, you already pay tuition to go to that school, and you have to pay to buy a book. You have to pay to even do your homework.、Yeah. Like some、uh, some class, you need the access code, which is cost. Like last year for textbook only, I spent about almost fifteen hundred dollars、right. just for book. Yeah. And to do my homework that I pay tuition to go to that school. See, that's the thing. It's like you're paying not only for the classes, but you're paying for homework. Yeah. So that's why it's like it's a, it's obviously a business. Also, it's it's not like it's good pay like a good pay for what you get, right?、Mm-hmm. The services is like upcharged so much for what it's actually worth. A lot of、yeah. the information is outdated, and so you're when you talk to a lot of I have a lot of friends who go through college, they get a degree in whatever business, whatever, then they take it to the real world, and they realize that only five percent of that stuff they will actually use. So、yeah. you're getting into you know maybe thirty thousand dollars, forty thousand sometimes depends on everybody into debt for something that you probably won't use most of the time, only a little bit of it. Yeah, what's crazy is most people who get degree, like some of them don't even u-、uh, be working as what they study for. Yeah. Like most of them. You know what I find funny is people who get degrees and things that you know will never pay. Yeah, especially people. Not saying like psychology major in general, but if you for psychology major, you pay the same tuition,、mm-hmm. and you end up coming out like a lot of my friend coming out working at a day job instead, like、yeah. has nothing to do with psychology. Right. Like psychology, you have to get another degree, which is master, in order、uh, to work、right. as a psychologist or. Um, See, and that's what it's funny to me because it's like you take psychology、um, classes, right? And you're thinking, oh, I want to be a psychologist, right? No, 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 no. Now you have to take other classes. Other classes. So what people don't realize, again, it goes back to universities. At this point, is business. I don't even think it's a joke anymore. You look at what universities are doing. Universities are people, and this is a completely different topic. But universities with Corona happening, they're not giving you any 
sort of partial refund back for money because you're stuck doing things online now. So because obviously the reason why you want to go to college is because of the networking, the relationships part. That's what's good about college is building, yeah, building in-person relationships with people and also just going to classes in person. That's what makes college worth the money technically, but it's still not really good money that you're spending, but it's at least worth somewhat of the money. But the problem is now we're seeing that colleges are realizing, oh crap, we can get away. We can charge practically the same amount of money and get away with only doing online classes and call it Corona problems, right? Yeah. So I think the problem with doing that is now you're going to see these colleges finding ways to make more money doing less uh, you know, spending. So they profit more, even though they're already profiting a ton of money when they really shouldn't be profiting as much as they're making. Like yeah. it's crazy. Like they're probably profiting more than 50% of what the colleges charge, you know, and everything or what they need to pay. So to me, it's just, it's crazy to me because you can see colleges as practically um, almost a scam, like the yeah. way it's set up. You can literally go online today and you can like, the internet's everything. You can go online for $1,000, $500 to $1,000, sometimes even cheaper, buy a course from someone who's an actual expert at what they teach, who's actually been successful at whatever it is, money wise or whatever, and learn from them for that cheap. Instead of having to spend twenty thousand dollars in debt, spend a thousand dollars for an actual expert yeah. to teach you. Unless you go to the actual main career, which is need an actual education like doctor, lawyers, yeah. um, what other jobs? Accounting. I think accounting you might have to. Mm. Accounting. Does accounting even require a degree? Well, some company, but if you are freelance accountant, you don't, you don't have even to. have to do that. Yeah. And See, and you just have is, to learn that skill and be good at it. Yeah, and, and that's why it goes back to another thing. It's like at this point, colleges are becoming somewhat like irrelevant slowly. But the problem yeah. is, the problem is in our in our generation and our culture, it's kind of built into us where we have to go to college to be successful. So people aren't waking up from it, and mm -hmm. they probably won't for another five, ten years. Yeah. What's sad about it, student? I'm a student myself, so I know. Like, went from high school, which is doing good, like. A, uh, a plus all like all four year and then going to college I all I do was try to pass a class like yeah. I have to do everything in order to pass a class and honestly most of the time I don't even learn like yeah. all my friends said the same thing they're like yeah I just try to pass by it, it's, just yeah. to earn that paper it's literally just to pass so you can at least get a, yeah. a degree that says, you don't actually that, learn say, that says that you're qualified like that's the only reason you're doing it because you can get some paper that says you're qualified when reality is you didn't listen at all during class yeah. you and, and most of the time you forget that stuff too you fill out a questionnaire box maybe and then you forget it yeah. so it's 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 like almost school if you think about it, colleges and school almost teaches you to fit into an assembly line and a work line not a like think outside the box like that's not developed within college which by the way if you're running a company guys like you have to think outside the box you have to be smart with profit margins you have to be good at math that is one thing you do have yeah, to take yeah, away yeah. be somewhat good you don't need to know how to do what is that crazy calculus, calculus? like what dude you got calculators right and my, yeah. my calculus is using a calculator so like <laughs> to me it's funny you can do a lot of stuff on your own just learning from other successful people from an yeah. online course yeah and today with Corona, more than ever, like college students, like if you're not doing one of those crazy things like a lawyer, a doctor, anything that requires it to actually do it as a job, if you're not doing that, you can literally just pick up an online course for so much cheaper and just be dedicated to mastering it on your yeah. own. And also another thing to touch on is like most, let's say, I would say 60% out of the college student don't even know what they want to do. Yeah. Like even our friend from church or from... Um, 
from anywhere. They said, oh yeah, one thing, I'm, in, I'm studying history, or I'm studying psychology, I'm studying uh, movie, like art student too. They're like, ah, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, yeah. I'm just, I don't, I don't really know what I want to do. Because their parents or people around them forced them to just go to college. Just to make the parent happy, yeah. basically. Oh yeah, earn a degree. Yeah, what's funny to me, and this goes back to what I said, like it's one of those things where you kind of have to have that level of like being able to, like thickness, like stand up against people who, like your parents or whoever, who says, oh, you have to go to college. You're an adult by that time, you're 18. Yeah. So you have to figure it out, okay, well, am I willing to figure it out on my own without getting into $30,000 debt? Or am I gonna please them and get into $30,000 debt for a major that I will actually never make $30,000 a year on? Mm -hmm. Like that's something that you just have to ask yourself. And like, it's, pro it's sad because people, um, when you're young, when you're 18, you don't have the thickness to be able to handle it and stand up for yourself. And sometimes people don't, don't even do that till they're 40, right? They don't, they don't know how to stand up for themselves. And so what ends up happening is you get into all this debt just trying to please your parents and not getting kicked out of the house. And then you end up in a situation where for the rest of your life, you're having to pay interest on that. Yeah. So it's just a horrible trap and you want to get out of that trap as soon as possible if you're not going to actually go because you actually believe in it. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just crazy to me because with Corona, it's only proven more and more how much um, pointless colleges are. Thing can be done online. Everything can be online. Like and internet is like everything. What I've never understood is the teachers. Most of the teachers are not actual experts. Like like real like practicing experts. Yeah. Yeah. Um. To to prove the point on that, you know, like like football coach, uh, swim coach, they actually are the one who teaching history class. Yeah. And they need not even like special line in that. They yeah. are coach. They're meant yeah. to be coaching. But high school to save money on that, they um taking coach to teach history class, chemistry class, which is has nothing to do with what they wanted to do. Even like um so the kid doesn't actually get to learn what they want. I wouldn't say they want to learn because no one no, in high school. Learn. But yeah. Um I would say like um, they're not actually getting the actual information, right? Like something that actually useful for them. So yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. I, I just think it's one of those things where people they they just forget that like sometimes you just really have to make the moves that's right for you. Yeah. And look, I get it. When you're young and you you just don't know what you want. Most people don't, and people stress about it. like kids stress about it. You're not supposed to have it all figured out. I still don't even have it all figured out. Like I'm figuring things out <laughs> as I Tell go. Me about people it. think that like I have all this whole YouTube thing and my business figured out. The reality is, guys, like we change plans every three months. Like the way we go about the business changes every three months because we're mm -hmm. trying to adapt along with the marketplace. And so the same goes with your life. You're always gonna have to adapt. Six months you know what you're doing, then the other six months you don't know what you're doing and you're trying to figure out what to do for the next six months after that, right? Yeah. So it's one of those things where people just need to realize it's okay to not know everything, but you still need to be actively searching for it. Yeah. And so don't go into an area that you know for sure is not gonna work. Yeah, I think parents have the ideology to teach their kid like, oh, you find something that will, will give you enough and you just settle for it. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't try like, because if you keep moving, they think that it's not gonna be stable enough to lift off of on, which is, which is not true in yeah. a way, because 
why would you want to settle for, for if you know you can do better? Yeah, well, also more so from an angle. People, so people, when I started with business, and I still to this day, people be like, oh, well, YouTube, it's not going to last forever. So it's going to fade away one day. And, and when it does fade away in like maybe a year or so, like what happens? Like you're screwed. My mindset with that is, first off, YouTube is not going to just delete itself. YouTube, if anything happens for dying, it would die down slowly. Mm -hmm. So you'll see it going down and then something will have to replace it. So when that happens, you just hop on and adapt to the next platform and try to crush it there, right? Yeah. That's how it is. It's all about adapting. The, the thing that I think is bad, the thing that I think is where you're vulnerable more than doing an entrepreneur or more than being a business owner or entrepreneur or a freelancer or whatever, more than that stuff, what's bad and what's unreliable is if you're working for someone else and you can't trust that someone else at any given moment, you know if like that person just gives up on you, especially in a corporate environment, they can just fire you and everything's gone from you. Yeah. Everything. So I think that's more dangerous than being an entrepreneur and, and you know trying to like hunt you know for the next deal. Yeah, you have the skill and adaptation from it, you know, to always be on the move and look out for like the next thing. Yeah, because like if you work from like normal job nine to five, you're always like you you know what it is. Mm -hmm. So you never prepare about something about to change. Yeah, because you get comfortable. Yeah. And, and that's the most dangerous place to be is get comfortable. Look, comfort, being comfortable is fun and it's great because it, it's relaxing, like you feel safe. Yeah. But what I've noticed with business, talking to, again, my successful young friends who are like 25 making millions, right? I talked to them, okay, how did you get to this point? What are you doing, right? And they told me what it is is every season, they have to stretch themselves. Yeah. So that means they save up during the season, like off season, they're saving up maybe $300,000, just saved, saved money. Then at the end of the season, they're like, all right, we're gonna go ham for this next season. We're gonna put all the chips on, on the line within all this like season. We're gonna spend that $400,000, expand the business, stretch, stretch, stretch. We're practically living paycheck to paycheck for the next two months, but we're gonna get all that money back really fast and bigger yeah, than and ever double, before. Triple and, it. and double it, exactly. So that's the business, that's how business works. You're always stretching yourself and so you, if you get comfortable, the trend dies. The, the trend that you're surfing will eventually die if you mm -hmm. get comfortable, which means you die with it if you're not willing to adapt. So yeah. it's better to start adapting constantly than have to wait for the ship to start sinking before you figure out how to adapt. Yeah. And so, I don't know, I, I think this is stuff that, which is why I'm starting this podcast, why I'm trying to help people and just have a decent conversation about this because people don't think through this. They don't have the smart people around them to really talk to them about this because they don't have, you know, anyone who's experienced in the yeah. world. Or, or they just scared. They just needed someone to like tell them like, hey, it's okay to take a this step. This is how it works. It's okay to not knowing what you do, but you just learn as you walk. Just basically like you growing up as a baby, you, you learn slowly to take step by step in order to like walk and then run. So it's the same thing to like about um, how to manage your life. Um, like if you 18, 17, you're not gonna know what you want. And if you do know what you want, that, that's also great, right? Yeah. yeah, but most people don't. Yeah, and, and look again, it's okay to not know what you want. You just gotta do the next thing that will make you money. Yeah. And just keep adapting along the way. Like my, my tip is, my personal tip to young college kids especially, 
do this. So what you need, to, this is what I did early on actually, even before YouTube, what I did is I tried to do several different things in several different industries, different skills that I could do from my computer home, right? With Corona, this only proved it. But if you go ahead and search for like different skill sets, right? So it could be um, being a video editor, it could be uh, a script writer, it could be maybe managing someone else's like being a virtual assistant. It could so many different avenues you can go down and experience them for a month for each one, yeah. and just try all of them for a month or so. Then at the end of the six month or seven month term, look at all the things you've done and figure out which one did you enjoy the most of doing and something that you think you can get really good at and make a decent money that supports the lifestyle goals you need or you yeah. have. Then pick that and become a master at it for the next two years. And then after those two years, that's when real money will start coming on your lap because you mastered it. So it's one of those things where you just got to try things for the first six months or so and then pick one and master it. If, but now here's where people mess up though. If they're doing that phase for three years or so, or even like two years, it's sometimes too long. You want to try to get it under a year. If you can get it under a year to try everything, then mm -hmm. that gives you enough time to still get back up on your feet to be able to make money and everything and master that skill set. So that's really what it comes down to. What people don't realize with me and YouTube and how I became successful with YouTube, I tried many things. I used to be a guy who would develop websites when I was super young for different little businesses, and I would develop a website, make a hundred bucks. Right, but I didn't enjoy that because it was too much time. I hated staring at like HTML and CSS code. Like it's too much for me. So YouTube was where I actually enjoyed my work. And so once I figured that out, I was like, okay, I can figure this out. And then I went all in with YouTube, and it took two years to really figure it out. And then that's when I started making six figures. So people gotta realize it doesn't happen overnight. You gotta. It's a process. So you won't know everything immediately, and you're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I mean, I guess that's it for this episode because we don't want to go too long. We want yes. these episodes to be snappy and short. But I mean, the end, my end takeaway with this is, and I want people to realize is at the end of the day, you really need to make sure who you're listening to is the person you want to become. If you're listening to someone that isn't who you want to become, then why are you listening to their advice? Always try to find the people that's an expert in the area that you want to become an expert or become successful in. If, if a person, let's say you, you go into a business, right? And you want to be an expert at one industry, let's say it's YouTube. Find the expert that is a YouTuber who is making it like big on YouTube and learn from that person. Don't learn from someone who's good at, I don't know, something else like Shopify. Why would you learn from a Shopify person how to grow a YouTube channel, right? So it's the same logic. Go into something, learning from the people who's actual experts and be smart with your time, your money, and don't get into debt unless you absolutely need to. Yeah. So anyways, that's the takeaway. Any, any last thought, thoughts? Well, you kind of like completed, but yeah, round of applause. Oh All right, guys, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye.